Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. In this quick podcast, I want to talk about how your brain can definitely take you farther than your legs. And what I mean by that is I think we're all seeing and hearing over and over again. I'd have to look back. I don't know if we've had a podcast guest on that has not talked about mindset. And I think it's easy for us as athletes to think about mindset on race day. And we talk about, you know, not psyching ourselves out or getting psyched up or getting in the zone or visualization for the race, visualizing the win. But I really think we need to make sure we're challenging ourselves mentally in the workouts when we talk about surprising ourselves. And I think a big difference when I think of my own training is it's much easier to try to you know, mentally get ferocious and mentally be hungry when it's a Saturday and I'm at a race weekend and kind of that whole day is revolving around the race as opposed to Wednesday morning when you have family things going on, you've got your job to attend to, you have people emailing you, you have people calling you, there's all these other things going on. It's clearly not just a bike ride day, unfortunately. And you know, if you're a pro cyclist and you're listening to this, Don't take that for granted. (laughs) A lot of us are envious of that. But really, you know, we've talked about before challenging yourself and allowing yourself to be surprised in workouts and to also have the mindset that you can do more than you're ever expecting and that it's totally normal if you're going to go do your intervals at 530 after you cut out of work an hour early, you know, you might be anxious all day. You might be, whenever you think about the workout that is, you know, your mind is going to drift to work and be thinking about all the other things. When you think about that ride later, you might be like, God, this is going to be so hard. I think if you can really use that nervous energy or that self-doubting energy as a motivation of just saying, I'm at where I'm at, I'm going to go put my best foot forward and I'm going to attack the hell out of this workout. Because there's some workouts that on paper don't seem that hard and they're brutal. And you're like, man, I, I can't believe I didn't get that. And it feels like you just caught an L, but you're really going to just learn something from that. You're going to go back. You might have to just give it a little bit more respect. There's going to be workouts that seem impossible and you're going to crush it. It's like it's not, I don't think it at least, it always is like, oh, this is going to be easy and it's easy. Or, oh, this is going to be hard and it's going to be hard. So I think we can use those workouts to kind of try and come in with, all right, I respect this workout. I'm going to try and crush it as best I can and see what happens. Um, I think the other thing is, you know, trying bigger races. As I think back to yesterday's podcast, what Heather talked about is we can always talk ourselves out of why we shouldn't go do something or why we shouldn't go try something. I mean, I'm, I, hey, Josh Keefe, if you're out there, This guy dragged me back to training races after I did my first three, maybe I did two, and I just, I hated it. I was not used to ever riding near people. You know, it was a cat five race. There were probably 35 of us there. It was kind of just like people all over. And that though was my very first exposure to like a quote unquote big race. It wasn't a race at all. It was a training race. But to me, that was big because I had only ridden with like one other person before go back and be uncomfortable and go back. And I'm so thankful that Josh was like, you need to come back. You need to come back. Had I not, I may have never gotten into bike racing. 
Um, and as you continue to grow, you're going to get your cat three, let's say. And when there's big one, two, three races, you might only want to do the three, four race. Or you might have the ability to travel to like a big regional race that's three, four, five hours away. Or you could do the smaller one that's in your backyard that you know you might win. And it's tempting as humans to be like, I think I'm just going to catch that W this weekend. That feels good. I would highly recommend that you pick out a couple weekends where you really challenge yourself and use your mind's going to want to psych you out, right? Like you might talk yourself out of it. I don't need to make that long drive. Do I really need to dedicate this time? And then when you get there, the first time you do one of these bigger races, there's a good chance you come mid-pack and it can be frustrating. I mean, I remember when I first started traveling outside of Rochester and, you know, when you're local, people are like, oh man, you're good. You're good. And I'm thinking like, am I good at this sport? Like maybe I'm good at this and you go somewhere and you get like 50th and it's like, wow, I, I'm not that good. And then you go back and you think about it like, okay, what do I have to improve? Most likely positioning was a huge thing because you're just not used to being in that group. You need to really sharpen your sword. You need to keep working on your skills. And you go back the next year, a whole year later, maybe you get 30th, maybe you get 20th, right? You're still nowhere near winning, but you're going back. Frank Overton talked about not burning too quickly. A lot of these... 50th, 40th, 30th, 20th, it turns off a lot of people. And after a couple of years, they're like, this just isn't for me. I'm just not going to win. Like, I can't tell you the number of people who have said, dude, you've won so many amateur races. Like, I'm never going to win that many. And I just say, do you know how many I've lost? <laughs> it's a lot. Like, I got my butt kicked a lot. And I'm, yeah, I won't even get into a future guest that I'm super pumped for us to talk to because he was a huge motivator for me when I first got my cat one. So the other piece is use your brain. Think about racing, study racing. You know, there's a tactics book I just sent to an athlete that she had been asking me about. And, you know, there's so many ways to sharpen your skills, not only by watching other races, but hopefully you have a mentor and someone that you can talk to about races so that when a question comes up, you know, I think one thing that is really good about it's this I'm pausing because I'm like, oh, it sounds like I'm patting ourselves on the back. For our Evoke athletes, we just started a WhatsApp chat group. And it's like when you want to get more of an opinion than just your coach, post something here, or post a cool article or whatever. Having that community to ask people about something and get advice. And that's literally we just made this episode with Craig where it was like should he lose the LBs? And you guys had some really good um, suggestions for him that he's read through. We've considered, we'll definitely take action on him. And I mean, that's what I kind of laughed at when I said <laughs> a long time ago, um, you know, we're not for the people, we are the people. Like we're doing the same thing with you and we're trying to learn these lessons along the road with you. So take that mental side to the training in your intervals to challenge yourself to get to bigger races to challenge yourself to not accept the poor performance and come back stronger to get to a bigger race to then finally maybe win a big race but all of that brain stuff that's going to take you way farther than just a strong set of legs because the training the watts that's half of it the other half is racing and your brain your mindset your confidence your motivation your ability to synthesize what's happening in the race you hear robin carpenter talking about that that's one thing that 
He labeled himself as an opportunistic racer, seeing opportunity and being in the right position to be able to take advantage of that opportunity. All of these things that so many of these high-level athletes that we are so fortunate to have sharing just their thoughts and ways of thinking are things that you can apply to your Cat 5 race, your Cat 4 race. Hopefully, you continue to upgrade and fuel that fire as to why you're even training, why you're doing this, why it's 5 p.m. and you could go, you know, eat ribs and crack a beer and instead you're like, I got I got an hour. I'm going to do an hour. Then I'm going to have my beer and my ribs. But, you know, at least you can have these things that you earned it. So hopefully you take these tips that these amazing athletes are providing us and also don't forget if somebody's interview resonates with you i always put their little instagram handle there it would be so cool if you took 30 seconds out of your day to look them up and just shoot them a message like hey your message about this was super helpful i guarantee you from what i from the conversations i have with a lot of these people before the tape starts rolling You know, many of them are like, God, I hope people like want to listen to this. (laughs) It's like, why would they not? You're you're an incredible athlete. So I hope this helps you continue to become the incredible athlete that you are. All of us are athletes and we're all starting at different points, but going to the same end place of just being better than where we started. So hope you guys are having a great week and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.